0: Welcome to the Destiny Church and Throne Podcast, where we hope to inspire, stir, and provoke you to know Jesus and make him known in your daily life. Enjoy. Perfect. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I'm really excited for that thing tomorrow, for real. It starts to worship and praise, you know, just truly really just living heaven on earth through your worship and praise, honestly, and hosting Jesus, everything you do. So how awesome was worship this morning? Like, seriously, how great of an atmosphere set up. And I'm going to be talking almost in a sense the same thing, but instead it's a sacrifice of praise. And literally, truly, th- there's this question I want to ask you, and as I'm teaching this, I want just to just ask you in your heart, as, as I'm teaching this, whatever, just keep dwelling on it. And the question is, <clears throat> are you really ready to become foolish in your praise? Are you, are you ready to become completely foolish in your praise and because really truly we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into this to truly understand how much God is attracted to foolish undignified sacrificial praise and that's what we're gonna talk uh, really talk into because Psalms uh I believe it's Psalms 22 it talks about you know God enthrones. And one of the worst is he enthrones the praise of his people. That word praise, like I said, you probably learned at the worship school more in depth. But <clears throat> that word praiser has two meanings. It's tahila and also halah, which halah means to act like a madman, to act foolish. And that's the one I really want to focus on today is to act just completely wild for Jesus, of course. It's all about the heart. It's all about the heart. But at the same time, when it comes to praise, though, the expression mixed with the heart, that's the sacrifice. <clears throat> and that's what God's attracted. That's what He wanna He wants to build His throne in is your undignified praise daily, not just here at your home and at your workplace. <clears throat> and I think two things we need to learn and Die, which I'm gonna kind of just equip, but two things that we need to understand to daily live this. And if we if we forget these two things, I truly believe sometimes it can hinder our sacrifice of praise. And that's the blood of Jesus and childlike faith. <clears throat> Anyway, that's the blood of Jesus and childlike faith. Those two things, I believe, can help us to daily give a sacrifice of praise to God every single day of our life. If we grow in these things, say, God, I want to be childlike. Lord, I I want to know about your sacrifice more, Jesus. The byproduct of those things sometimes is undignified, foolish sacrificial praise. And we're going to dive deep into that. And 2 Samuel 6, 13 through 14 says, After the men who were carrying the Ark of the Lord, I'll, I'll give you the backstory too of this, but the Ark of the Lord, he <clears throat> after the men who were carrying the Ark of the Lord have gone six steps, David sacrificed a bull, and David danced before the Lord with all of his might. This journey is whenever David, you know, the Old Testament, some who don't read it, but you know, go read it. But anyway, 2 Samuel 6, go read this story, it's amazing. Go read that chapter, seriously. You find so much in, in there. But this story, the backstory of this, is David's taking the ark, which in the Old Testament, the ark was the presence of God, which nowadays we're the ones that host the presence now. But that ark hosts the presence of the living God. So David got the ark back, which was stolen. The enemies took it, and David gets it back. And what happens here is David's bringing it on a journey from a man's house named Obed-Edom to the city of David. What you people who study this story in the life of David said, it's about three to five mile journey. Think about that real quick. <laughs> think about that. Every six steps, he gave a sacrifice and dance with what it said, with all of his might. But well, that means all of his strength. So think about this. You're going to praise God with everything that you have. And I believe the prophetic sign of this The blood being spilt when David sacrificed those and danced foolishly and shouted, jumped, clapped. I believe that sacrifice he was giving was a prophetic sign of how it's the sacrifice of praise now that God is wanting. And it's the sacrifice of praise that the ark, the presence of God, is attracted to and follows. You know, it says he took six steps. We know that word six. If you notice, sometimes numbers biblically, six means flesh or man. And I believe, truly, whenever we truly daily cultivate this lifestyle of praise, we stop living out of our flesh. And we start, once again, what was following that praise was the presence. And we start living daily out of that revelation in heaven, and that's the presence of God. Seriously, think about that. It was God's very, like, he's, when it comes to things, he's like, I, I, he's very sometimes orderly with obedience. So there was a reason why they had to take six steps and then start dancing wildly. Like, you know, that's kind of where you'd be like, why don't we just go, you know, just go, you know, whatever. But no, take six steps because it was a prophetic sign to something to show that when you praise undignify, when you praise like that, your flesh goes away. Your flesh starts to die. And what starts happening, this other thing starts following us, the presence of God, because that's what it's attracted to. It's attracted to undignified praise. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, David, when he gets to this thing, the culture he's setting up here, he goes to the city of David. There's a new thing. And sometimes when it comes to this foolish praise, what happens? Our flesh is like, you don't have to do that. It's okay. Just, It's okay. Don't worry about it. That's not who you are. You don't, have, you don't have to do any of that. That's, not, that's what our f- flesh loves to tell us. It's not your personality, it's okay. Don't worry about it. No, you don't have to do that, it's okay. Just praise him in your heart. It's totally fine. But I believe that sacrifice and that expression is why the ark followed David. I believe that's why God chose David to say, hey, you're gonna take this ark to the city of David. And how did he do it? He did it with undignified praise. Think about that, this was his time to shine. This was David's time to say, dude, look how good I am. This is, I want to show you just what a great man, my character, man. I want to, you know, hold myself up, you know, my reputation. But instead he did it with sacrifice, with blood, probably following him every six steps. Sweaty, probably smelled horribly. Think about that right now. Let's go out in that heat every six steps. Let's go five miles and walk and dance with all of our might. And think we won't get all sweaty. Think that our flesh won't just look gross. Think about that. But that's the point about it. It's time to get out of that fleshly mindset and truly get out. And truly, think about all the songs that were sung today. Uh, Jay, Marissa kept saying, what do they kept saying? It's what I was created to do. It's what we're created to do to give this sacrifice of praise, to give them everything we have. And to get out of that fleshly mindset saying, that's not, it's really not fleshly really a lie from the enemy, thinking that's not, who I'm, that's not who I am. I don't need to do that. I don't need to jump. I don't need to shout. I don't need, you know, I don't need to do that. I don't need to do any of that. And I'm not just talking about here, of course. I'm talking about in your home or, you know, in your life personally. And what happens, you know, when we start doing that. So David does this. It was very foreign to the people. That's one thing I really want to teach on. It was very foreign. No one really did all this stuff with dancing and shouting a lot and stuff like that. It was very foreign to the people, which means it was very like new in a sense. Like we never seen this stuff a lot before. And that's the thing about it, that's that flesh, you know, it doesn't want something new, it wants to stay comfortable in a sense, but sometimes you got to get uncomfortable, you know what I mean? It wants to understand everything, it wants to know what's going on, why you need to do this, but I think the more and more we do this, we see how God invades our life, truly. So Hebrews 13, 15 says, Once again, it's about the blood of Jesus. You know, David gave that sacrifice of animals. Once again, it's about the blood, you know, the blood of Jesus now. And Hebrews 13 says 15 says, So we no longer offer up a steady stream of blood sacrifice, but through Jesus we offer up God's steady praises of sacrifice. Praises of sacrifice. Then these are the lambs we offer from our lips that celebrate his name. Like once again, how do I live in this daily life of praise? It's through Jesus. How do I live this daily, undignified praise? How do I truly, every single day of my life, give up a sacrifice of praise? It's through the blood of Jesus. It's understanding, wow, this victory in my life. Because once again, we're praising for a reason. We're celebrating for a reason. And it's the blood of Jesus. And uh, David, he understood this. uh, You know, you can read it all in Psalms. David was somebody that truly was just he was living beyond his time <laughs> he was living truly almost like in the new covenant with us he really was because he understood one one thing and it was the blood i truly believe that's what gave him access to understand like god wants a sacrifice of praise in psalms 49 it literally says that he says god wants us to offer him a sacrifice of praise so he's telling the people again don't worry about the animals <laughs> and once again something that's so new something so new again foreign and some of y'all might be foreign to y'all to say dude i haven't danced in a while i haven't jumped like this in a while especially in my home i'm alone it's kind of awkward and weird i don't know i'm shouting you know what's going on here you know and sometimes it's foreign this is what happened with david it was so foreign to the point in 2nd samuel 6 20 his own wife told him you look so disgusting His own wife said, dude, you look so disgusting, uh, leaping and twirling like that, especially what he was wearing, a priestly garment. So that's literally what happened. So this blood of Jesus, we need to understand one thing. The blood of Jesus is what's truly, when we praise and worship, when we give this undignified praise, and real quick, the enemy, and this one, David's wife, the first thing she attacks is his praise. Like, think about that. This is, he, she could say anything she wanted. She can say this and that. But the first thing that she tries to go after David was his undignified praise. She tried to shut it up. But once again, David was just like, no, you know, I'm willing to in like, my own eyes. <laughs> he just straight up gave her this answer that was just so blunt. like, okay. <laughs> but I, ju- I just truly believe, once again, he was prophetically already preparing himself. This sacrifice of praise, every six steps, he was killing off his flesh and ready for that answer for that woman to tell him. He was already preparing himself. His flesh was going away. That mindset, how offended could David? He could have got so offended. He could have said, no, dude, this is who I am. Why are you telling me that? He could have got so upset in his heart. But once again, as he praised, just that flesh started to die off of him. That mindset started to die off of him. And that's what starts happening because we start living under that sacrifice of the blood of Jesus. And that's truly the only way I believe that we can that we can live in this undignified praise like hebrews 13 says we offer up these sacrifices steady sacrifices through jesus <clears throat> so this last story we'll talk about the blood it says second samuel 5 this is actually what i was talking about obed eden's house to the city of david it says david and all the people of israel were celebrating before the lord singing songs and playing all kinds of instruments <clears throat> and then it goes on and says but when they arrive at a threshing floor the oxen stumbled and this man, he tried to reach out to touch the ark, and instantly he died. But here's the thing I want to, sh- I want to say. Before David, <laughs> before, you know, David made it, there was a story a little bit. When he took it from Obed-Edom's house, he put it on oxen, which is animals. That's what he put it on. He put it on these oxen, and right when it came to a threshing floor, what happened? It stumbled. It fell. You see, because the presence of God, that's, and look what they're doing. They're praising. They're worshiping Jesus. I mean, they're worshiping God at the moment. Yeah, they're worshiping, man. They're praising. They're celebrating. But when it got to the, th- uh, the thresh floor, it stumbled and fell. And the next thing, David, literally what happened was God gave him directions saying, it's supposed to be on priest. And every six steps, I want you to do a sacrifice of praise. And what, the thing I want to say, because the presence, that presence, that praise that we're doing, hey, we're praising God. We're celebrating. But a thresh floor, you know what a threshing floor is. You can look it up. It's actually, it's a hard, rough, bumpy surface. So, whenever you worship in that mindset of the animals, once you meet that thresh floor, your praise is going to stumble. Your praise is going to stumble. You're going to stumble whenever you have this mindset of a cycle of a praise. It was on the oxen, but once it came to that thresh floor, it stumbled. They were celebrating, man. They were so happy, dude. we like, dude, we got the the, ark back from the enemy. Yeah, man, put it on the oxen. Let's go. Let's put it on the animals. Come on, let's go. Let's put it on this blood. But then once that, that threshold, once that, that resistance came against their singing, it fell. And then, and then God told them, put it on priest, And every six steps, I want you to give a sacrifice of praise. So that blood, that cycle, that's what happens. That's how we live in a cycle of defeat. That's why we, some people don't get new songs. Because they meet that threshold. They, because their, their praise is resting on something else and not the blood of Jesus. It's resting on oxen. It's resting on substance. It's resting on circumstances. But David, God had to show David, dude, it's about the blood of Jesus. And that's why David was able to praise nonstop for literally like, what was it, like 33 years of nonstop praise and worship because he started understanding that there's no more of this animals. <laughs> there's one sacrifice that's made, and that's the blood of Jesus. So just think about that, man. Like seriously, when they met that thresh floor— <laughs> that praise that oxen stumbled <clears throat> but i just believe once again us as we understand let's let our praise rest on the blood of jesus let's let our praise our undignified praise this foolish act of dancing and why do we do that because we're celebrating that's what they were doing right there they're celebrating they got the presence of god back but like i said it met that threshold, floor and bam it was over <laughs> instantly it just stumbled and fell but now we can celebrate non-stop daily victory because our blood now, our praise stands on the blood of Jesus. It stands on that blood now. And I'm telling you, we have to understand that. We have to get that. Because I'm telling you, you can go, think about this. Like I said, he, his throne is he enthrones the praise of his throne is built in that kind of praise. So think about this. <laughs> if you can may say, like, man, my prayer life is kind of dry. I haven't really prayed in a while. Or, man, I'm, I'm trying to read the Bible, man, but, dude, I've been getting no revelation. It just feels like I'm reading something, just nothing. I want to tell you something. How about you go into the prayer closet and, and start praising Jesus and watch him enthrone your room? Sometimes that's what happens. Sometimes you can say, man, my secret light. because, well, you know what, how about you start undignified, foolishly giving him a sacrifice of praise and watch him enthrone that place. And when, he, when he's there, fruit's going to come. Fruit's going to come, which brings us to the next point of whenever uh, his wife told him, you know, you look disgusting, what happened? If you know what happened, at the end of the story, it talks about how she never was able to have children again. So I'm telling you, you, if you feel like sometimes, you know, man, I don't see fruit in my secret place life, start praising him. Because no matter what, I'm telling you, sometimes when there's a lack of fruit, there's a lack of sacrificial praise. And it truly shows it right there. She attacked David's praise. And what happened, what happened to her? She couldn't have children no more. So why would that be the consequences of trying to, you know, to trying to basically rob someone's extravagant and foolish praise? The consequences of that was being fruitless. So that's why we ask ourselves, man, if our prayer life is kind of dry, go in there, give a sacrifice of praise, because the only thing you need to know, which I'm equipping you, is the blood of Jesus. If you want to get something that gets you exciting, something that says, Dude, I can praise right now through anything, through this stress floor, it's the blood of Jesus. It's what he's done for me on the cross. It's what he's literally truly has paid my victory for. That's something right there. All you need is that. That's all you need to truly understand. Because once that becomes common to you, oh, man, your joy is going to be gone. <laughs> like Once the cross becomes common to you, it's just something Jesus did in act. Dude, that's when literally that sacrifice of praise will stop because it's through Jesus that we're able to give that sacrifice of praise every day. And when we come here, of course, what happens is just an overflow of it. And this is real quick. This is why you can't just say, I want to praise God in my heart. You know, it's okay. I'm praising God here. Don't judge me. I mean, yeah, you truly can. But this is what I mean by expression, this fruit that's involved in it. We all know the story of Paul and Silas. You know, they were singing psalms. It says at midnight hour, they started singing these psalms. And the reason why, because once again, I always like to study things. That's kind of like, that's like, you know, that's kind of, you know, why does God have to say in midnight? What does that mean? Like, why do could say at any time it says at midnight? You know, the reason why, because the torture that they did upon Silas, at most of the time, people died by midnight. That's why it says by midnight, they started singing psalms and praises. So this thing, this torture that should have killed them, actually they started singing praises to God. So they went back and checked on him and guess what we all know what happened every jail cell broke and the people were free paul and silas truly god would jesus would have saved them They one like, hey it's in my heart it's okay i got it but it was a factor expression of sacrifice to let everybody else be free you see what i'm saying there's so many i'm talking share so many testimonies right now of me truly doing that and seeing other people set free I could have just kept it in saying it's okay man hey you know i'm just gonna sit here and yeah it would have been good guys i to say i'm mad at you know but that other person maybe wouldn't experience freedom or maybe i wouldn't have been used to let that other person experience freedom and that's what paul and silas did here they could have just you know this torture again their praise wasn't on oxen but their praise was on the true lamb of god that the blood of jesus came when they met that thresh floor and they didn't stumble they didn't fall. It should have killed them by midnight. But instead, they started singing victory. They tried walking in daily victory. That thresh floor did not stop them because it was built on the blood of Jesus. And just like the priests, it was resting on them. That presence was resting on Paul and Silas. Every jail cell was broken. They didn't even need, they didn't even need, like, uh, need to lay hands on anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? They didn't go around. They didn't even have to preach to anybody. All they had to do was just sing. All they had to do was just praise and sing. Seriously, like, the enemy tried to truly just wear their bodies out. He tried so hard to say, you can't dance anymore, I'm going to whip you. know, they were, they were literally chained up. But once again, they had somehow, they were like, no, I'm going to praise. Somehow I'm going to find a way to praise. I'm going to somehow try to, not a way to complain, not a way to say, God, why am I in this mess? But I'm going to give God all the glory. I'm gonna give God all the praise. I'm gonna give Him right now a sacrifice of praise. And what happened? It just it grew. And the last thing I like to share real quick is that is like how your praise is always meant to grow and influence people around you. Is uh, <clears throat> is basically, you know, John Pastor Johnny said something just made me think of it Thursday. He said like you know he was talking about how like it's time to grow. And how he saw like a vision of his son, like how he's he's grown up and he changes clothes because he grows. You know what I mean? You need to buy new clothes because you're growing out of them. I believe that's why they they truly say praise is like a garment, because your praise is always mean. It always meant to grow. Your praise is always meant to grow. Once again, I'm telling that oxen man. I just I can't get that out of him. That revelation just. They were going on the oxen, that threshold, it stopped. But once they understood the blood of Jesus, they kept moving forward every six steps. So that means every six steps, they're going forward. They're always going forward with their praise, always going somewhere. They were never stuck somewhere. But they were always going forward six steps, going six steps. Again, dance. hey, we're not stuck here. We need to go six more steps. Oh, we can praise here, but we got to go six more steps. Or we can praise here. Let's go six more steps because it's always growing. It's always going forward, your realm of influence and praise as you get revelation of the blood of Jesus. It grows. For me, I experienced in my life in the bedroom, I praised and went wild. And guess what? Now it's growing to other people. And we have a worship school now, <laughs> we have a praise school now because it's growing the influence. Paul and Silas, you know, they probably praised God, yeah, when they first got saved. But what happened? Now it's growing when the entire jail cell got set free. Your praise is always meant to grow. And it's talking about growing in that revelation of the blood of Jesus. And these two things, real quick, just to go by them, you know, because I really feel like I really want to give God a sacrifice of praise. I really do. I want us to give him a sacrifice of praise today. I want us just to truly say, God, I'm going to give you everything I have. I'm going to shout. I'm going to dance. I'm going to jump. I'm going to clap. I'm going to raise my hands. I'm going to give you a sacrifice of praise. I'm willing to look foolish. I'm willing to look like this for your sake. Because I, we're about to see right here. Two things a childlike faith helps you in praise is, I shared some of these before, but it's it's crazy. It kills the opinions of man, and it's not dictated by circumstances. So basically, we have childlike faith with this praise. You're not going to care about man's opinions. One of the biggest things about fullest praise is how do I look? You know what I mean? Like, how do I look? What's, this seems weird. You know, what are people thinking of me? Especially when you're in a church environment. You'll think sometimes, you know, what does this mean? What are people thinking of me? And I, once again, Dave is a perfect example. Hey, you look disgusting. <laughs> like, straight up, dude. Like, dude, this person should have walked to him and said, dude, you look disgusting. <laughs> like, you shouldn't be doing this. You look foolish, man. Like, straight up, man. But David, once again, just said, I'm willing to look even more foolish than this. Man, come on, dude. If his wife hate him, then, dude, Dave was basically saying, dude, you're going to hate me even more. Like, you're about to hate me more in the coming days because I'm willing to look even more foolish than this. And I think that's what happens to us, childlike faith. And Jesus says in the book of Matthew, he says, out of the mouth of babes, he's perfected praise. It's perfected when you have this childlike faith. Seriously, it's perfected because of one reason. Man's opinions won't stop you anymore. That's why I think you truly are free (laughs) when you don't care about what other people think about your praise. And the next one is you're not worried about circumstances. Just like Paul and Silas, once again, like the circumstance came, the threshold came. But I think the main thing about childlike faith and praise is that a child doesn't need to understand everything. You know what I mean? Because they're growing. You know, you don't expect a child to know everything. And I think that's the thing about it. When we praise with childlike faith, we don't have to understand everything going on in our life. So Paul and Sasha came like, dude, what's going on? Why is this happening to me? They, they could have tried to understand it, man. What did we go wrong? But instead, they had this childlike faith. And they said, you know, I don't care. I don't have to understand everything. All I got to do is one thing. Like I said before, Jesus paid for my victory. I'm telling you, that's all you need to know to truly live this daily life. And it will grow. The revelation will come. It will grow. But, yeah. <clears throat> and then, like I said, just that's really what I wanted to share today was just truly getting equipped to this undignified praise. And I think the blood of Jesus, childlike faith, knowing you're free from man's opinions, you're free from, you know, don't, you don't have to understand everything, what's going on in your life, to, to give him a sacrifice of praise. You have to understand everything in order just to walk in praise daily. But yeah, if uh, Justin or Jonathan wants to come up here, you know, just kind of, and John, Pastor John, if you have everything you want to say, but you know, I love just right now, if y'all can stand up with me. thank you jesus thank you lord i love just to really get our hearts ready i really do i want to give him a sacrifice praise that's okay i really do i want you know if you want to come down here you can like i said before man five miles man every six steps come on you think you get tired five miles of walking and every six steps you're gonna dance with all of your might like truly man i think the more and more we do this just our flesh dies that mindset of just like, I don't need to do this anymore, it feels weird. It goes away. And like I said, this isn't a personality thing. I'm not trying to say, well, this is what I do. So, yeah, listen to me. This is what I do. It's not that. This is, I, just, I just see this is what Jesus did. <laughs> this is what David did. That's, what, that's truly what I see, and I'm like, man, and I apply it to my life, and I see fruit from it. So, Father, as we just worship you and praise you right now, as we give you a sacrifice of praise coming up. <laughs> it doesn't matter if, if we're going through something right now. We don't need to understand it all. We just got to know one thing. And that's truly the victory that you bought for us with your blood. I pray, God, that everybody in this room, God, their praise will not be on oxen, Father. This a cycle of stumbling when it comes to a threshold and it stumbles, Father, but it would just be on the blood of Jesus, and you're able every six steps to dance with all of their might, Father. And Father, let's pray right now as we just give a sacrifice of praise, Father. (laughs) You enthrone our praise, God. We're doing this for one reason, because we know that you're attracted to it, and we just want you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So (laughs) y'all, who's ready? Come on. Who's ready? Who's ready? Come on. Who's truly ready for this?